Welcome to the Football Goonies Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Seplick. You can find me on Twitter at the FF Goonie. This is actually the second time I'm recording this. I had a little bit of technical difficulties as I was trying to squeeze this in before our trip. So uh, this is going to be real short and sweet because I only got about 20 minutes to get through all this. So real quick, we're going to go through the week two review. We're not really going to break anything down. And then I'll give you my week three previews. As always, we have our little friend joining us, the fantasy philosopher himself. So without further ado, let's get into the review. Uh, We're going to start off with the Dynasty League. So, first matchup was between Team Gravelin and the 55s. I had Gravelin to win, and I was not wrong. Sorry, Brian, but yes, I am disrespecting the 55s all over the place. Uh, Pretty much, this was just an easy win for Gravelin at 139.8 versus 118.8. Solid performances all around by the team, capped off by the fantasy MVP of the week for you, A.J. Green, with three touchdowns on his first three grabs. Uh, 55s is starting to show their deficiencies a little bit with the run game of Youngins. Uh, just not panning out for him as he's waiting on Carryon Johnson um, and guys being hurt, and I mean it's just there's not enough to to get a, a good game out of it. Although he did put up a respectable score. Uh, moving on, we got Team Bye Week versus This Means War. I had Bye Week to win, and even though Patty Jack Mahomes himself scored a nice 38.8 points, and Stefan Diggs did quite a bit at 31.4, the rest of the team, other than Tyreek Hill, was kind of meh. Whereas uh, Fantasy MVP of the Week, Todd Gurley scoring three touchdowns with only 42 yards on the ground, just went all ham over and a nice bounce back from Travis Kelsey with 26.4 on 7-109 and two touchdowns. Nice job, this means war. I hate you for proving me wrong. Speaking of proving me wrong, we got I've got a feeling woohoo versus Fear the Juice. I had Fear the Juice with the win, but he thoroughly disappointed me. Outside of uh, his quarterbacks doing okay, and Kamara doing decent at 14-9. Uh, it was just brutal single-digit scoring across the board. And even though Thielen had a disappointing week from OBJ and Lamar Miller, Stafford had a nice bounce back, and Thielen went full ham with 12 for 131 and a touchdown. Nice game also from Chicago's defense with 19 points. Uh, had Fear the Juice played Andy Dalton and Will Fuller instead of the tough matchup Larry Fitzgerald, it would have been a little closer, but still no chance. Next up, we had the Americans versus Jones and for some TDs. I had Jones and with a, or no, I had the Americans with the win, and my goodness, that was awful. Another disappointing performance with 81. I don't think anyone saw Ox Smith doing so terribly. But uh, Gronk was the big disappointment at 2.5. Jones and for t- TDs, on the other hand, had a monster week on the backs of uh, 
Big Ben himself scoring as many points as uh, he did in the bathroom in college. So, uh, congratulations. That just completely destroyed my picks for Dynasty as three were wrong. And finally, I unfortunately got the last one right. That was Bill Belichick, Puppet Master, yourself, himself, myself, versus the Frenchies. And although I made a, quite a bit of game of it, uh, my lack of QB production still hurting me a little bit. And the Frenchies went full ham with uh, Fantasy Stud, Juju, A Star's Rising, Rising Smith-Schuster putting down 13 for 121 and a touchdown in that great shootout game. So congratulations. I guess I'm just going to keep losing to Axel this year. And that rounds out the Dynasty League last week. Uh, moving over to the Keepers, we had our first game of Piper, Popeye's Sailorman versus... Oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong league. We had our first game of Popeye's Sailorman versus the Great One. I had Popeye's winning this one definitively, and definitively they did. At a score of 156.6, highest score of the week versus the Great One's 122.9. Uh, this was also on the back of three touchdown Todd Gurley as the fantasy MVP, but a nice game uh, in his first showing this year from Will Fuller at 21-3. Uh, good performance on the great one side, nothing out of the ordinary. Probably would have liked to see a little more out of Joe Mixon, but he ended up getting injured, plus that tough Ravens run D. Next up, we had Soccer Club Honkers versus Finkel Zeinhorn. And my disappointing week two continues as Finkel Zeinhorn edged out Honkers at a score of 120 to 114.6. Although Honkers had a good uh, showing from Cam Newton, Melvin Gordon, and Tevin Coleman, the rest of the team seemed to kind of disappoint compared to projections. And the big bounce back from Maddie Snapback himself of 30.7 points was that fantasy MVP for Einhorn. Nice win, sir. Next up, we had the Megalodons versus Scranton Stranglers. And although Brian couldn't do anything with his young bucks, he decided to go a little older on some of the positions and uh, pulled out the win with the Megalodons. Nice job with Lamar Miller. Just kidding. He only did eight. The young guys came to play as Kareem Hunt and Allen Robinson did uh, quite a bit. And Deshaun Watson, although you hate him, you love to hate him because he pulled in 26.8 points. Now, Scranton was the real big disappointment. and The only reason he lost was because the showings of Alex Smith and OBJ and Jordan Reed. So... That was pretty awful, considering uh, Michael Thomas dropped another massive game and just couldn't pull out the win. That's all right, Gil. You'll get him next time. Next up, we had Un Jour in France versus Turn Your Head in Coughlin. With a, uh, another disappointing pick by me, I had Frenchie uh, winning this one, and he put up a respectable score of 127.5, but Turn Your Head and Coughlin came to play, dropping 41.5 from Kirk Cousins on his way to 149.5 points. Nice job, Clay. Way to prove me wrong. Uh, next up, we had Carpe Victoria at 136.8. Dropping 45 from Ben Roethlisberger. 
fantasy MVP against Hot Noonan Butchers as the Dumpster Fire continues putting up a measly 87.9 points. Uh, I think it's about time to maybe move on some, from some of your top talent and uh, try to get some RB depth, sir, as I had Carpe Victoria winning that one pretty easily. Uh, another easy win was Brown and some scrubs over my own team, Macho Man Fred Savage. Uh, I called this one the uh, the tour of losing prior to Ingram getting back continues as I'm trying to find a win or two in this four-week stretch. And honestly, I had one here, but I decided to uh, get lazy and not drop Tyler Eifert right before the Thursday game where I would have picked up O.J. Howard and that actually would have gotten me the win, so I have no one to blame but myself. Nice job uh, on the win for Brown Scrubs because he pulled it out with new running quarterback Matt Ryan dropping two rushing touchdowns on his way to 34.7. So good job on your roughly 11-point win with uh, 117-1 versus 106-5. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, go to the fantasy philosopher with his hot young stud of the week, and then uh, when we get back, we'll do a real quick week three preview. Installment of Fantasy Musings with me, Brian the Fantasy Philosopher. Albert Einstein once said, The true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. Following Einstein's example, we should not take the easy route and discuss all these players who are scoring real fantasy points, as that is what the plebs would do. For us civilized gentlemen, we like to see beyond the ordinary. So for our conversation today, we will discuss a player who has only scored imaginary fantasy points. Ronald Jones, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ronald Jones, you may ask. Yes, Ronald Jones. And you can stop laughing now. Let me ask you a question. What do these players have in common? J.A. Jai, David Johnson, Alvin Kamara. Each of these players started their careers buried on their respective depth charts with each one being at least third in line at the start of their breakout seasons. In the case of Jay Ajayi, we have a player that started his career as a healthy scratch for multiple games, just like we have seen here with Ronald Jones. Am I saying that Ronald Jones is guaranteed to be the next David Johnson? Of course not. But what I am saying is that rarely is there a chance to get a greater return on your investment than picking up Ronald Jones right now. In many cases, all that it would cost you is a roster spot. I would like to take this opportunity to thank Mitchell Trubisky. On Monday night, when I needed 12 points to secure a victory from a league juggernaut, you did not let me down. Should I have won that game? Probably not. Should you be an NFL quarterback, Mitch? Probably not. But victory comes in all shapes and sizes, my friend. 
Smoke them if you got them. Fantasy Philosopher out. Thanks again to Brian Broadseed, the fantasy philosopher, for his hot young stud of the week. All right, so now we're going to move for a quick, uh, or move into a real quick breakdown of the previews. Basically, I'm going to give uh, who, I'm, who I think is going to win and reasons why, but I'm not going to go into a full roster breakdown of each team as we are going to be leaving for the airport in 15 minutes. So, first up, we have Finkel is Einhorn versus the Megalodons. So, uh, with the, uh, the lack of running game, or supposed running game from uh, Alex Collins right now versus Denver, and the big question mark that it is Philip Lindsay still, I think he can still get it done, and having a piece of... Uh, the Pittsburgh game with Chris Godwin, I think Stafford solid with New England. Uh, it's going to be a good game, and Chicago's going to be the wild card going up against that Arizona defense, or against that Arizona offense. Uh, for Megalodons, you got Deshaun Watson against the Giants for some garbage time. I think Kareem Hunt for San Francisco game will do well. Uh, Lamar Miller will benefit, and I believe that Aaron jo or Julio Jones in New Orleans has a bounce-back game. Uh, the flex is the big one with Javoris Allen in right now with the possibility of his hot young stud Ronald Jones for the Megalodons. Uh, Houston D is going to be a little efficient, and since the NFL's new theme is ties, I'm going to call this one a tie. Between Megalodons and Finkel is Einhorn. Next up, we got Scranton Stranglers versus the Great One. A hobbled Aaron Rodgers and a do-nothing David Johnson are going up against Tom Brady and hurt himself Lenny Fournette. But it looks like Fournette is going to play. And the question is, will the deficiencies at receiver be too much for the Great One? Going up against OBJ and Michael Thomas and Chris Hogan. Uh, this is actually quite a close game, but uh, I got Phillies D being uh, kind of the wild card here. And I'm going to go with the win for the great one. I think that between Garcon, Woods, and Galladay, they'll get enough done in the receiving game that that, uh, that run game is going to win out for them. So I got great one with the win. Next up, we have Popeye Sillerman versus the Scranton Strangler, or sorry, the SC Honkers. Um, this one is also another pretty close one, but as Tevin Coleman's got the full slate start once again, it's going to be quite the showdown. But you know what? With Corey Clement looking for an expanded role, ooh. That defense is going to be the deciding factor as Cleveland's taking on the Jets versus the Chargers D against that number one Rams offense. 
So with that, I think I'm going to have to lean with the SC Honkers. I think defense is going to decide this one, although I think Popeye is going to make a real good game out of it. Give me the SC Honkers for the win. Next up, we had Brown and some Scrubs versus Turn Your Head and Coughlin. Uh, this one will be a high-scoring affair. The question is, will Antonio Brown get the oil as he's been a squeaky wheel? Uh, this is definitely a showdown of some uh, powerhouse players with two of the more stacked teams. But uh, I think that Matt Ryan's going to outscore Cousins because he's going to have to do more than Kirk Cousins will. And the running back advantage. See, Dalvin Cook's really the uh, question mark here. I'm going to say that if Dalvin Cook plays, give me the win for Turn Your Head and Coughlin. You know what? I'm going to go either way. Turn Your Head and Coughlin for the win. Next up, we have Un Jun Fence and Hot Noonan Butchers. And continuing theme, we don't really need to break this one down until Butchers starts doing some trades. Frenchie's going to win. And final matchup of the week in this one, we have Carbe Victoria versus Macho Man Fred Savage himself talking to you. Uh, this one is actually my first real glimmer of hope to win, although the wild card of Chris Thompson and Kenyon Drake is going to be uh, putting up a uh, real fight here. I think the big thing for me is deciding who to play as I have Deshaun Jackson and Gio Bernard that could slot in there um, in the flex? Or do I stick with uh, wild card Sammy Watkins? I don't know, but I'm hoping for a lot of points in that Pittsburgh-Tampa Bay game, and I'm hoping that uh, Pittsburgh finds its run game again and Tampa Bay outscores them on the QB. So give me for the win. Yes, I am calling for myself to win. Uh, next up, we have the Dynasty League. In the Dynasty League, we have, first up, the Frenchies versus This Means War. This is going to be a Rock'em Sock'em Robots kind of affair. Uh, let's see, but... Yep, I'm going to have to go it. although his quarterbacks uh, are going to disappoint a little bit. Um, I think this means War is going to end up having the edge with the better run game. And I think that, believe it or not, Quincy Nunwa and Keelan Cole do enough to keep up. And Chris Thompson has another big game. Plus, I like the defense of Green Bay just a bit more than the Chargers this week. If you slot in New Orleans, it's not really going to be much better. So give me that. This means War for the win. Next up, we got I've got a feeling woohoo versus Team Gravelin. Um, now, although ESPN has the major projection winner for Team Gravelin, the big wild card is going to be Luck versus Trubisky, as both are facing tougher defenses, and Tr Mitch is just a terrible quarterback. Uh, playing Jake Butt's going to be a little rough, but I think there's enough firepower on this team. I'm going to go for the upset. And take, I've got a feeling, woohoo for the win. Next up, we have Jones and for some TDs versus the 55s. And I'm going to cut these ones a little short. So Jones for some TDs, staying on brand, is going to beat 55s because we're about to leave. 
And the next matchup, I got Fear the Juice versus Team Bye Week. Uh, I'm going to keep riding on Patrick Mahomes, giving me Team Bye Week for the win. And finally, the redemption game for myself. Although I'm a little frightened of my uh, quarterbacks, I'm going to give myself for the win. All I got to do is figure out which receiver I'm going to play. All right. So with that, thank you guys for listening. No time for a closing song. But I got myself for the win. This means war. Thielen. Jones and for some TDs. And team bye week. So uh, heading off to North Carolina. You guys have a good week of football. And I'll see y'all next week.